With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash damn. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon. You must be talking about right brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real would smoke real and you could tell so why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff that's right and if you're looking to upgrade any meal any meal try right brand bacon that's called right brand bacon you won't regret it experience bacon the right way you are listening to the dan patrick show on fox sports radio good morning folks morning dan and danette morning here we are another day another dan patrick show if you'd like to watch Peacock. Peacock. I like the way you say Peacock. If you want to listen later, download the podcast. Download. <laughs> download. But right now, three hours live of the best sports talk Yay! on the air. Welcome to the Dan Patrick Show. I love Dan Patrick. Oh, my God. Home to the biggest guests and best sports talk on radio. I love it. One of my favorites. Mm. Normally, home to Dan Patrick. Hope you'll miss us. But today, Dan and the Danettes are off. Don't see another radio show behind my back, please. And filling in, it's Doug Gottlieb and Jason Smith. It's good. There we go. It's good. <laughs> Broadcasting go. from the Mercedes Man Cave, this is the Dan Patrick Show. Greetings and welcome inside the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb, in for Dan and the Danettes today. And uh, we have Doug Gottlieb before you finally, you're finally getting to go do a game, right? After all these COVID pauses, you're out doing a game this weekend. No, well, I, listen, I've done a bunch of games, uh, but we've missed like the last four because of COVID pauses. So, yeah. Um, uh, big, big one tonight. There's actually a big one on Fox Sports 1. I'm not doing that one. I'm doing the other one on Fox Sports 1, which is um, uh, UNLV versus San Jose State. But there's Utah State versus Boise State as well, which is actually a really good game. So anyway, uh, check out Fox Sports 1 later tonight. Nice. Look at you. I'm glad you're finally getting to do a game because I know you must have been, you know, wondering, boy, are they canceling these games because they don't like my analysis on the on the show? And, very, and, very yeah, strong I, possibility. It, it could be. It could very be, strong I, possibility. I feel good about that for you. Or would I get would I get traded with a bunch of dead cap money hanging behind me? Yeah. What What is your dead cap charge for this year? Like, what's the Doug Gottlieb twenty twenty one dead cap charge? Not very much. Not very much. <laughs> uh, well, look, we, we'll get into some college basketball coming up during the show today, uh, as you know the 
Jim Beheim started to go crazy and starting to weigh in on Duke, and we're wondering what's going on with the tournament. But obviously the big story in sports the last 24 hours, the trade of Carson Wentz to the Indianapolis Colts from the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles wind up getting back a second and a third round pick, and the second round pick could wind up being a first round pick depending on Wentz's playing time uh, if he plays 75% of the snaps this year. Uh, This is the latest domino to fall, and I look at this, Doug, and, and I say, all right, They did the best they could because clearly they thought it was going to be some kind of marketplace where, all right, Matthew Stafford went for this, and now we really have to trade Wentz, and let's try to drum up interest around the league and see where. And what they were finding out is that, well, just because Matthew Stafford went for two firsts and a third doesn't mean that, okay, Carson Wentz is going to go for that or we're going to get more. Uh, they kind of got what they could. I mean, this was Carson Wentz's value. It could be a first and a third, and I'm, I'm glad they did it. I think they had to do this now because they had put him out there, and the longer they wait, the worse the offer is going to get, and they got what they could for him. So I'm kind of happy with what the Eagles did. Yeah, I, it still, though, is what I consider chasing the market. They massively overlisted their property, and they got they got two bites on it, and then turns out Wentz only really wanted to go to the Eagles. So, I mean, all they really wanted to go to the Colts. So the Colts end up kind of bidding against themselves. The Eagles left themselves with no other choice other than to trade him because it got out. Um, and so I agree they did the best they could with what they, the best they could at that point in time, but they completely butchered this thing to where they just kind of give away an asset, which is still going to cost them on the salary cap this year. You know, as far as Wentz goes, I, I, I disagree that they gave him away because if, if the guy's good, they were going to get more for him. You know, like I think he can go to Indianapolis and do really well, right? Like they, they, the Indianapolis took a worthwhile gamble on him because the guys they were going to get, he was the best of the, of the guys. Correct? He's not going to get Deshaun Watson. They're not going to trade him within division. Aaron Rodgers, whatever his magical, mystical, beautiful mystery plan is, is not going to include not Indianapolis. He's trading Aaron Rodgers. Well, we don't know what his – he's got a beautiful mystery plan, Doug. We don't know what it is. Not, it's a beautiful mystery. You're not trading the NFL's MVP. Keep it's going. A be- it's a beautiful mystery, man. And, and it, just go with the mystery part of it, man. It's, it's all mysterious, man. So he's the guy they're go- they were going to get, right? You could kick the tires a bit on Derek Carr. Is that really that much of an upgrade? You can you can look at other guys. Is Jimmy Garoppolo, would he be that much of an upgrade? And so they took the gamble they needed to get. But for the Eagles, if he was really in demand, it, it doesn't matter how they handle it. It's still, somebody would have said, hey, we, we, we got to have him, right? Let, we, you, you want this, we'll do this, we'll do this, we'll take this contract, all these things. And part of it was, look, they're taking Wentz's contract, you know, with him as he, as he, as he goes. So... You get a second and a third that's going to wind up being a first because Carson Wentz is, look, as long as he plays 75% of the snaps, which is the plan, clearly, and if they're winning, which they should be because the Colts are good, well, then it's a first and a third. So it's it's kind of, you know, even though they, I, I do agree they could have handled it differently, but I, I don't know that in the end it was anything, they, they got anything less than what they would have gotten had they, you know, played their cards a little bit better. That That's fair. That's a, that's a fair way to look at it. I mean, we're, we're both guessing we both have no no true knowledge, but you're right. I mean, the idea you would get, you're not going to get two firsts for a guy who no one knows in terms of his mentality, how fragile he is going back to play for, you know, his, his former coach. But um, I do think when you balance it out against what the Lions got for Stafford, and I will grant you two completely different players, different places in their career, franchises in different places, all those different things, it's, 
there's there's no way you cannot you can say, hey, you know they they got what what anyone would think would be viable uh, return on their investment based upon what they got back. Do you do you still like Wentz going forward? Because I, I I look at him as he's a he's yes is he a change of scenery kind of guy, but I I think that moving forward with him is he if he gets in that different situation. Look, he can blossom again because he needs positivity more than anything else. I mean, that that's what – I mean, he's a guy that needs positive. Look, we all need positivity in our lives, right? We all need positivity. We all need people to believe in us and going forward. And I didn't see any of that in Philadelphia the last couple of years. Yes, his play declining had a lot to do with it, but you can see how adversarial things were with him and the team after he got benched. And, look, now the Eagles don't have the head coach or either quarterback that brought him to the Super Bowl and, you know, just four years ago. So, uh, but going to this new situation now in in Indianapolis, he's got coaches there who believe in him. Look, Frank Reich was his quarterback's coach when he achieved the highest success when he played at MVP level uh, the Eagles Super Bowl year. So I kind of like it. Even if he does turn into something good, I can look at it now and say, all right, Carson Wentz could wind up being very good with the the Indianapolis Colts. But if he came back to the Eagles, was he going to be this quarterback again? Is he going to stop with, hey, new head coach, new everything else? No, that wasn't going to happen. Right. No, there's 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 no chance. No, this is look, this is his last best chance for Carson Wentz. Right? His last best chance to go back to a guy who relates to him well. Um, which is interesting because like we just go and track everybody Frank Reich has coached and we know who the next quarterback is gonna be for the Colts, right? <laughs> they had <laughs> Philip Rivers, who he used to coach in San Diego, and now he's got uh, and now he, he brings back Carson Wentz. That means at some point in time, Nick Foles is going to make an appearance, and let's see <laughs> let's see who else in between the two. Randall Cunningham uh, will come back. Sure, he'll that, play that, a little like bit. Like that said, yeah. um, my, Wentz going forward, I have no idea. I, I do know that that he, he picked up a lot of bad habits. There is something about his personality and how he handled things that caused him to be on the outside looking in on – of of his own locker room that they couldn't they never really you know felt him if you will um and i i think there's he's got to he's got to calm his mind and his feet in the pocket if there was a team to do it for this is the best one cuz they have you know obviously losing anthony costanzo hurts them to retirement but outside of that they have an outstanding offensive line and they have a very good young running back um and they've had multiple running backs but jonathan taylor appears to be a star and I, I think they're, they're a team tailor-made for a guy who needs a little bit of extra time and a little bit of, you know a little bit better running game in order to kind of get his balance. My guess would be that Frank Reich takes a ton of the pressure off him early in the year and lets him get back to being who they both think he can be. Do I know he can get it back? I don't because I know just how fragile confidence is. And no matter how good you're throwing in the preseason, once you see it right, you get hit in the regular season, it's a different sport. Yeah, and, and plus, I think being in Indianapolis is, is a great fit for him, not just because, hey, he's got the coach, he's got this. But Indianapolis pressure is different than Philadelphia pressure, and it's different than Chicago pressure. And, and as it turns out, you know, we had Jay Glazer on the show last night, and he said, look, Chicago was never really in. Right, like it was, it was Indianapolis, and 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 that was it. The Chicago is kind of a little, but they were never really a, a player for it. Is that even though you're still the quarterback, and and you're still going to get the lion's share of the blame and all, and the lion's share of the the praise if you succeed, it's kind of different because the 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 pressure in in the, in the bigger media markets, it's it's an everyday feeding frenzy, and and every day. I just, look, I, Philadelphia. I, 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 
he had to deal with reports of, of players that just didn't like him, that, that said, hey, you know, he needs to be a better leader. He's not a great leader. Why is that? Why is that? I guess, do you think that's only markets like Philadelphia and New York? You don't think that the Colts within their own market, everything's under a microscope? You don't think that being in the same, uh, being in the same uniform as as Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck is going to put a ton of pressure on him, that 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 team felt like they were a quarterback away, and he thinks he's that quarterback. Like, I, I understand that we have all these media reports. Do you think when you're in the NFL, you actually pay attention to any of that? And my answer is probably not. These guys don't read the paper. They don't listen to sports radio. They come in. They go to work. They go home. So yeah, but look, but look at the biggest thing with Wentz was that the uh, report we had it was it was two years ago that he was coming off the it was still in the the afterglow of the Super Bowl where many unnamed players didn't like Wentz right personally they didn't like him they didn't think he was a good leader and it was a very big deal and Wentz had to talk about it and that's something that went from here's something that the media did or something that was a big topic and. It just came to light. Like, that's not happening in, in Indianapolis. You know, we're not, we're not getting a, a big story out of the Indy Star that, hey, guess what? Uh, every, no one on the Colts likes Carson Wentz. We, we, we polled all the players, and they all talked off the record, and they don't like him because they think he does this, he does this, he does that. I, I mean, that doesn't happen in Indianapolis. Well, I mean, I, I, it hasn't happened because we haven't had a quarterback like this. And you haven't it, – it it's also part of – um, the ship that they run, how loose a ship they've been running in Philadelphia, that that's allowed to be part of the narrative, right? Like, you don't think there's plenty of other major markets? Like, you haven't heard it out of Chicago, no matter how mad, bad Mitch Trubisky is, that's a tough media market. Like, you go through, that speaks more to who the Eagles are as a franchise than it does the city of Philadelphia. Like, I'm just getting, like, the city of Indianapolis is all about the Colts. All about the Colts. Way more so then they, they, you know, everybody thinks it's a basketball town. Like, it's been a football town for 20 years. So I, I understand what you're saying, that we come in with the predetermined bias. You know, you being a New Yorker, growing up in, in, in the Northeast and knowing what those markets are like, you're like, man, they're vicious. And they are. Just, I don't know if that really affects the quarterback, right? If he sucks in Indy, he's going to get booed. If he sucked in Philadelphia, he's going to get booed, period. So, And those are the things, it's the only times he'll have real interactions with real people. Well, here's the thing. Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb, in for Dan. It, it's one thing to say, okay, I can tune out the noise. I can tune out what people say. But when you bring it into the locker room, that's a big deal, right? Like if, if I was walking around Fox and, and, and for some reason there was a big story in, in one of the industry trades, nobody at Fox Sports Radio likes Jason Smith. Nobody likes him. Nobody likes to work with him. You know, he took my dollar once and he got, he got a soda out of the vending machine, never gave it back. He brings in food all the time and never offers us any, never offers to buy us, whatever it was. I would have that would be that would I would feel really awful about this because this is what people think about me. And would that affect me when I go into work every day and how they you know, is, is this somebody that doesn't like me? Is this somebody that doesn't like me? Is it, is it who is it? Is, is it Mike Harmon that I'm on with? Is it you? Is it? I mean, 
that would be something that would I would have no choice but to have to deal with. So there's certain things you can tune out. And, you know, when it comes to the media, and look, I'm not someone who thinks, well, look, I'll report what they say about this guy. Look, that's what happens. That's part of the gig. But when it comes into the locker room like that, that's something that you kind of have no choice but to. And when you – I mean, that's something I think about every day, all the time, every time I'm going into work. There would be very few times in my life where that wouldn't be front and center because I – you know doing what we do for a living. It's, it's very public. It's out there. And I would, I would walk around, not paranoid, but wonder, does this guy like me? Is that going to change who I am? Am I going to say blank all you guys? I can't stand all of you because I know some of you don't like me. It's probably you, and it's probably you. I become a different person. I'm a different person on the air. I'm not as happy as I was. It's, it's a little bit more, a little bit more full of hate. I mean, that would get into my personality. If, if, if I was in that kind of situation, I could see where that would fester. And you know, clearly Carson Wentz, I, it's just not going to that meat grinder where that's even going to be a, a topic of conversation. Yeah, I like. Look, I the the whole experiment is going to be fascinating, right? You did fill it up. And and I actually don't necessarily... What what happens... It's like the Brady-Belichick thing, right? Tom Brady wasn't great for a good portion of the year. He wasn't particularly good in the second half of the NFC Championship game. And they had a smart game plan and it was pretty conservative in the Super Bowl. But because he won the Super Bowl, well, then he was right and Belichick was wrong, Right? Like that, that's how, that's how some people's brains work. And I don't think that's the case with Brady and Belichick. And I don't think that would be the case if Carson Wentz ultimately succeeds in Philadelphia. It was toxic. It had gone awry, but he had started to play terribly as well and had lost that locker room. And now we get a chance to see if he can get it back. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, or you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. 
Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Last night, it happened late. Uh, we had the big, well, what passes for the big matchup between the Nets and the Lakers where actually no stars played in this game, Doug. They brought up everybody from the G League. LeBron James didn't play. There was no Harden. There was no Kyrie. They all had guys dressing up as them. So it, it looked like the Nets and the Lakers, but, you know, clearly with, without this star power, it was kind of just a game on a Thursday night, but it was kind of a fun game to see. You get to see what a potential NBA Finals preview would look like, albeit without a lot of the star players. Yeah, I mean, I guess in uniforms there were. I mean, you did see James Harden, you did see Kyrie Irving, you did see LeBron James, but when you you cut out the other two, you know, seven footers, it's a it's a different sport. It was a night in which the Lakers fell to the Nets, one hundred nine ninety eight. But a big highlight in the game for LeBron James. He gets to 35,000 points, just the third player in the history of the game to get there. Uh, He's probably about, let's see, the rest of this season and maybe another season and a half away from breaking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record. He's probably going to play until he at least gets 40,000 points, probably holding out for Bronny to give him that assist. Right, he's got you know he's got thirty nine nine ninety eight, and he'd say, "Hey, listen, we're getting up court, Bronny. You give me that pass, I'll hit a jumper, and then we hug, and that's the highlight I want. Then I can walk off the court forever. Going to get that assist from Bronny for forty k." Um, I look at him, Doug, and and I see LeBron as if we talk about Tom Brady, that look at what Brady's doing at forty two and forty three, winning Super Bowls, and and he can continue to win Super Bowls as long as the Bucks have good weapons around him. Like we saw, we saw what he was like at the end in in. in New England, and now here he is with better weapons, you know, two good running backs, three good receivers, two tight ends. Yeah, he can keep winning. Can LeBron James do what he's doing up until 40? I mean, we like to say, well, he's got a couple more years left of his prime. He's going to slowly do this. He's playing at MVP level right now. I mean, we've seen him do this for a long time now. Can he still play close to a high level as long as he's got guys like AD around him when he's 40 years old, 41, 42, getting to be as old as Brady? I, I don't know. I mean, like, look, the, the thing is he's he's become much smarter with his movement. He's obviously developed. He has that kind of weird, funky step forward, step back, jump shot that creates space. He's better in the post. Um, you know, the big thing is defensively, you know, he doesn't move as much as he used to, 
but when he needs to, he still really can. And he's an incredible verbal leader and the, everybody plays hard around him. Um, as the team is being constructed, I think he can do it for a while. I mean, the problem is that like when it goes, it goes fast. Um, even with LeBron, it's going to, at some point it's going to go and go fast. And then whether like it's gotta be injuries. Like at some point, don't you sit him down this year? You're playing without Anthony Davis. Great. Anthony Davis will be back fresh and rested for the playoffs. What about LeBron James? He's playing crazy. I know he's not practicing, so he's the, the wear and tear is not nearly as severe as someone leads you to believe. Um, anyway, to answer your initial question, a common logic says no, he can't play into his 40s and, and have the same movement, but he's destroyed any other um, ceiling for what he can do at this age. It shouldn't be that much of a surprise if he did so going forward. You know, you bring up an interesting point about him and, and all the minutes he's playing now. Because we, we did the show on Monday, and we talked about his load, about how, hey, he wants to win MVP. He wants to be the all-time leading scorer. You know, all right. things that are, that are going to happen. Uh, he's, I mean, a big no legacy guy. he's a big legacy guy. No matter, no matter if he says it or, or, or doesn't, he is absolutely a legacy guy. Can the Lakers be the bad guy? Can they sit him down? Can they say, listen. I know you want all this, but absolutely, we got this game, and 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 he says, okay, I'll sit. I won't play in this game, and then we're going to do it again next week, and maybe the week after that, they can do that. Oh, I I think that's what this sets up for. I think it sets up for the Lakers being the bad guy, and LeBron be like, look, I want to play, but you know that they, they, this is just something. This is a this is a management decision. I don't think there's any question about it that he's gotten positive equity not just for winning a championship, but for how much and how hard he's played in this first half of the season. I think he'll get the benefit of the doubt from fans, and I think the easy out is going to be the team taking the bullet, if you will, for LeBron. It really is amazing that he he continues to go at this in games where, look, the Lakers are are, are a clear underdog and, and they could sit him right. Like last like last Sunday, going to Denver, playing in the Mile High Air, they had won a bunch of games in a row. They had played three overtime games in a row. I, that's a game where I thought, okay, they're going to sit him. You take the L and, and, you, and, you, and you leave. Because you see that. The Clippers are doing that. Uh, the Nets are doing that. They Listen, we'll, we'll play without our guys. If we go into Utah and get drubbed like the Clippers did, you know, hey, w w we're okay taking that L. It, it's just weird that we, I, I see him in games where I go, boy, this is, this is like one of those nights where you can see the ending coming, e even, even though he's going to play and it's LeBron and he could give you 35 and 12 and 10 and have an incredible night. When you're really going up against a team that, that is just has you outgunned, I, that, that's where I go. These decisions are easy to say, hey, listen, you're not going to play in this game. We're not going to play you here. And we're just going to continue to bank some wins for a while and, and, and be smart and, and be smart with your, with your play. I don't think he still I plays in these games. I don't think Frank Vogel's making that decision. I think that's a LeBron James' decision, to be totally honest with you. you know. And, and what's going to suck is if, if for God forbid if he got hurt it's gonna be on frank vogel's tombstone right like he's the one who played but i don't think i don't think this is a frank vogel decision in terms of the volume of minutes he's playing so this this will come from way above and he'll be okay it doesn't come from way above it comes from lebron himself i mean you know what i mean like i do i think and and you're gonna you're gonna have people say well that means lebron's not coachable no, no he's coachable but I mean, like, what are you gonna do? LeBron wants to play. He's gonna play. He plays. It's like it's like Kobe Bryant when Kobe Bryant tore his Achilles tendon. They were like, "Well, you know, Mike, Mike Brown played him too much, or whoever." I think Mike Brown was the coach. Whoever, whoever played him too much, like, what are you talking about? Nobody's taking Kobe Bryant out. Kobe doesn't want to come out of the game. It's not happening. It's not happening. 
So is this going to be after the All Star break? Is he going to go like this and 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 play in the I game that guess. he wants to play in? I I mean, how bad is the All Star game thing? Like? <laughs> Literally. Oh, hey guys, listen. We know none of you want to be there, but um, we got good news. There's going to be none of the fun parties and hangouts that there used to be in a city like Atlanta, which is a great hangout city. Wait, so you want me to go to an All Star game? That's only an only a one day deal. Everything's condensed. Um, I got to follow these these protocols. And oh yeah, by the way, I can't go hang out and and socialize. Yeah, no, you cannot. Okay, it sounds like how a lot do of I? Fun. It sounds like fun. Or yeah. I could, or I could go. You know, I could stay at home or go somewhere warm for a couple of days. Which is it? <laughs> like, is this really a discussion? That's where Kyrie was smart. He's got his bad back, right? And then load management and bad back and all these other non-provable injuries. Yeah, but he should be good. Like, if he can sprinkle sage across the court before every game, he'd be healthy, wouldn't he? Have you seen the walking stick that he's bringing everywhere with him? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Walking. Hey, well, I've used walking sticks before. They're kind of fun. It makes you feel wisened and older with age as I have a walking stick, so I know things about life. I'm like Obi-Wan Kenobi. It does make you feel wise. It really does. Um, I mean, he doesn't have a lightsaber, so he's not he's not Obi-Wan Kenobi. But it does. It does. I mean, it is. He's got to be, he's going to go down as one of the weirdest guys in the history of the league, right? Yeah. Remember that? We're going to be like, he's going to be like 20 years from now. Remember that time I had a walking stick? I had those guys so, I had those guys so messed up in the media. It's pretty funny. <laughs> hey, what did Rodman do? Well, he partied a lot. Yeah. But yeah, did, did anything happen during the games? Yeah, a few times. Yeah. But let me tell you about Kyrie Irving, right? That's what, that, like, with the stories we stick. tell about Rodman is stories that in 20 years people are going to go, I remember when they had that Kyrie Irving guy. Dude, he was crazy, man. He had so many things going on. Are you believing in the Nets now a bit? I mean, they've won a lot of games in a row. They're they're at the top of the East now, and they seem to be figuring it out by playing two of their three stars every night. Well, what is believing in the Nets? That the Nets can get to the NBA Finals. I believe they can. I don't believe they're likely to, uh, but I, I absolutely believe they can. I mean, look, Kevin Durant might be the best player in the league. James Harden's probably the best, been the best offensive player in the league. And Kyrie Irving's right there as well in the discussion. And they're trying to find pieces to put around them to plug some of the defensive holes. So, I mean, like, look, they all have holes. Um, you know, Ben Simmons has become the best defense player in the NBA. And they're, they're taking him off the point some. Um, but, I mean, Ben Simmons shooting is a massive hole. Uh, Danny Ainge came out yesterday and said he didn't think they have a championship team there. Right? So everybody has some sort of holes problem with the Nets is it's a defensive hole like in general and it's really hard to sign a couple of guys that are going to play a couple minutes a game and and hope they they fix your entire team's defense problems thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick show podcast be sure to catch us live every weekday morning nine until noon eastern six to nine pacific on Fox Sports Radio and you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app joining us right now on the hotline Covers the Colts for The Athletic. You can follow him on Twitter at Holder Steven. That's at Holder Steven. It is Steven Holder. And we'll kick things off just by letting you know of uh, his most recent tweet regarding Carson Wentz. My question for those who don't like Carson Wentz for the Colts, what was the better option? And I'm referring to the realistic ones, to be clear. Right. I'll wait. Steven, welcome to the show, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Great. It's, it's, it's an excellent point you bring up, right? Everybody has these dream scenarios or quarterbacks you could have, but like, look, you have a quarterback who's shown that he can play in the NFL, 
who's played for Frank Reich before, and he's available. And he didn't have to move mountains to get him. It 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 actually is. I guess the I guess the question is, what is your personal reaction? How how confident are you that Frank Reich can fix Carson Wentz? Yeah, I think. Well, I'll start by saying that everything is relative, right? So, and that's the point of the tweet that you just mentioned, and the column that accompanied it, which is, yeah, are there better options? I mean, are there are there better scenarios? Sure, <laughs> but they weren't within the Colts' reach. They weren't there for them. So, uh, of the options, and we're talking about a free agent class that includes what you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick and Cam Newton. I mean, is anyone lining up to buy tickets for that? Right. So. I think that was one option. Then you have the NFL draft. They're sitting there at number 21. How are you going to get to the top, I don't know, say five or six picks, uh, both finding a trade partner and then also you know, being convinced that the, the prospect you're trading up for is worth the huge compensation it's going to cost you. That's a totally different scenario as well. So given all of that, yeah, might actually work for them potentially. And as you said, they didn't have to move mountains. Uh, will it work? I think they are. They have the right situation for Carson Wentz. If he's ever going to figure it out, it's going to be now. He's got Frank Reich, and I know we can. I know a lot of people have beat that drum over the last 24 hours, but there's a reason for it. I mean, Frank Reich has gotten the most out of the quarterbacks he has worked with. There's no question about it. Even Andrew Luck and Frank's first season in Indianapolis, 2018, I thought that was Andrew Luck's most efficient season. So I thought he even fine-tuned his game, uh, both through coaching and through the play calling and the offensive scheme. Then you look at Phillip Rivers last year. Here's a guy who uh, the previous year had thrown 20 interceptions. People think he's done. I mean, he was close to done, but he, was, he, was he still done. had another pretty good season in him. And, and I thought Frank Wright helped bring that out of him. He kept the turnovers down. He really, I thought, played really efficiently last season, which is the one thing I wasn't convinced he would do. So given all of that, I think in, in his past success, Frank Reich's past success with Carson Wentz, I think there's a lot of evidence there that maybe he can do it again. This is a tall order. That's fair. But I think there's enough there to say there's something there uh, to buy into. Steven, were they in on anybody else, or was this Carson Wentz or bust? Like, did they have a contingency plan? If something happened, the Eagles were, hey, we don't know, we don't like this offer, we're going to wait a little bit. Oh, for sure. They have considered everything. I mean, that's been their, their biggest focus here the past several weeks. I mean, that includes Matthew Stafford. Now, they weren't going to give up the farm for Matthew Stafford. That was never something the Colts were interested in doing. But, yeah, did they get in on that? Sure, they did. Uh I know Sam Darnold has been a topic of conversation within Colts headquarters. I know that uh, Derek Carr is someone whose name has come up as well. I don't know how far down that road they went. I don't think Carson, excuse me, I don't think Derek Carr is available, but but certainly that's someone they've talked about. And then the draft is certainly something they have discussed. But I I think the evaluation there is, is twofold. Number one, do you believe in those guys? Do you believe in any of those other guys on, on that level? that you'd be able to, or you'd be willing, excuse me, to give up huge compensation and, you know, and then is it even accessible to you? Is it doable? So, so they considered all of those things and I'm sure the free agent class as well. And it's much like last year. I mean, they really, before signing Phillip Rivers, they examined every prospect in the draft last year 
and, and watched every throw of all the top prospects and still came to the decision that uh, Philip Rivers was a better, a better route for them. So whether they're right or wrong here, I don't know, but I, I have no doubt they considered everything and, and checked all the boxes. Yeah. And listen, I, I, this again, it's like, I love the idea on paper and I, I actually really yeah. like it for Carson Wentz. Really like it. I just, I, I got to see it. Okay, so here's a question for, for the Colts. They lose Costanzo, but generally the line is a position of strength, right? They've rebuilt that offensive line. Something they didn't do for Andrew Luck nearly qu- quickly enough, and they didn't do well enough at time for, for, for Peyton. Uh, they got him Jonathan Taylor. Um, they have some pretty, they got a talented young wide receiver. What else has to be added to this team for them to take that next step? So, great question. I, I think they'll get their left tackle. You talk about Anthony Costanzo. I, I think this is the perfect draft to do it, right? So, I'm not terribly worried about that. They've got number 21. There should be a tackle or two available to them. So, that will work itself out, I believe. I think the one area I'd like to see the Colts take a step, and I'm not, I'm not sure how they do it, but the one area I'd like to see them take a step is at their edge rush. Uh, they, If you watch the Colts last season, you, you might have some concerns about uh, cornerback, especially with Xavier Rhodes coming off a really good season and now being a free agent, he's going to have options. I don't know if he comes back. So you, you might worry on just at first glance about the corners, but I think really the, the issue was up front. I think that's where it stemmed from. Uh, not enough edge rush. DeForest Buckner at defensive tackle is a phenomenal player. Phenomenal. I mean, he's just really a smidge below Aaron Donald, I believe, at that position. But He's got to have some help, I think, on the edge rush. You've got, you've got uh, uh, Justin Houston, who at 31 years old was really good against the run, but just doesn't really have the pass rush pop still. Uh, and, and I think they have some other young guys that are trying to develop, and none of them have really, I think, jumped up and tried to take that mantle. So that's one area where I think you can get off the field a little quicker if you have a little more consistent uh, edge rush. But, but I really think it's a, it is a good team – for Carson Wentz. He doesn't have to do a lot because it is exactly as you laid out. It's a team that has a lot going for it. So the bar for Carson Wentz is not terribly high. He doesn't have to be a savior or a hero. Stephen Holder, senior writer for The Athletic, Colts insider, the guest here on the Dan Patrick Show, Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan today. So when, when it comes to Carson Wentz and dealing with the pressure. Doug and I kind of disagreed about this last hour on the show about how, you know, look, he does need positivity. He wasn't getting positivity in Philadelphia. He'll get that now in Indianapolis. Is the pressure going to be easier for him in Indianapolis compared to the meat grinder he went through in Philadelphia? I think that is probably true. Uh, People talk about the Philadelphia media. I don't think it's the Philadelphia media. I think it's the Philadelphia fans. (laughs) I mean, and, and I'm not saying that in a, in a pejorative way. I'm just saying, like, it's a very much what-have-you-done-for-me-lately environment. And, you know, and what he's done lately hasn't been very good. So it doesn't take long for people to decide they're done with you. And I get it. That's just that's what, that's how the business works in that town. So it is what it is. And, and here he comes into a much different situation. People want to love Carson Wentz. They want him to succeed. Uh, they they want to see the best in him here, despite having doubts about him, right? I mean, if you're a Colts fan, you're not going to look at this and say, ah, Super Bowl, here we come. I mean, no, you, you've got to see it. But I, I think you understand the move. You understand why they do it, and you understand what the possible 
uh, upside is. I think everyone can see that. Everyone with an open mind can see that. So, look, I mean, he's going to – and he's also going to have a coach who's, who's going to reinforce the positive. I mean, Frank Reich is – he has a wonderful ability to, to really, I think, have control of his team – but never even raise his voice. I, I don't know how he does it, honestly. I kind of admire it. I wish that I could I wish I could be as persuasive as he is without dropping a four letter word sometimes. But yeah. <laughs> he really does do it and, and does a really good job of it. And they've got a great, great culture in that locker room. So that doesn't win you a Super Bowl necessarily in itself, but it certainly uh, can can solve a lot of other problems. So I, I think he's in a great place. It's going to be a good culture in the locker room and, and certainly outside the locker room, I think, for Carson Wentz, as long as he does his part. It makes me sick. You know, it's like it's like the guy who doesn't yell at his kids. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and they sorry, my, mine don't listen to me unless I yell at them. They're like, why are you yelling at Because you don't listen to me. If I ask you nicely to do something, you know, and if I take something away from you, there's there's just nothing... Like you only literally only listen if I yell. Like I, Frank Reich's that guy. That's that's annoying that he can get his point across without yelling. Hate guys like that. I hate the guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I hear I mean, you. Really? I hear you. I hear you can you. you can follow him on Twitter at Holder Steven. That's at Holder Steven. Steven Holder, Colts insider with the Athletic. Check out his latest on why it can work now in Indianapolis for Carson Wentz. It's right there on his Twitter page. Steven, thanks a bunch, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great one. Okay, fellas, thanks. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Fox Sports Radio, The Dan Patrick Show, Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan the Danettes today. Hit us up on Twitter at HowAboutAFresca, Doug at Gottlieb Show. Uh, it's been a big last few days in the NFL. Carson Wentz gets traded yesterday. And uh, joining us now on the hotline, he's got a big announcement he's going to have for us coming up in a few minutes. Viking star running back Dalvin Cook. You can follow him on Twitter at Dalvin Cook. What's happening, man? Thanks for stopping by. I appreciate it. You know, I'm always pleasure to be on here. Dude, what, what do you make of all the quarterback moves that have gone on so far? We saw Matt Stafford move, Jared Goff move to your division. Now Carson Wentz is gone. What do you make of this? It's, it's the NFL. Um, you expect the unexpected, and I think that's what's going on. The guys that was the number two and the, and the number one pick has been traded. So, you know, you, know, you expect the unexpected. Dalvin, how would you characterize your year, you personally? My year? I think putting that hard work, you know, this offseason, well, last offseason and just translating into the season, I think it was good. Um, I had a good year. It's something to build from. And, you know, I think our offense itself, as a team, we still got a lot to prove. And I think that's what that's what I'm trying to get better at, just helping my team get better. You know, my individual stats going to come, but I just want to, I want to, I want to go, I want to go win the uh, Super Bowl. How, how, uh, how important was it for you considering you got the big new contract to perform at a level or above that level, right? It's like one thing to get paid. It's another thing to show you deserve to get paid. How important was that to you? It was, it, it was big for me. Um, I think, you know, me expressing how I feel about Minnesota and being in Minnesota was important. Um, I think I, I think I showed my team, those gyms, everybody, you know, you know I love Minnesota. Man. I, that's, that's where I want to be at. You know, since I, I got hurt, and you know these couple of years, I I missed I missed about two years, and and, and the city still still behind me. You know, just believing in the player I am, the man I'm, the man who I am, and they give me an opportunity, and you know I'm gonna just keep proving them that you know giving me that contract, you know was the was the right decision. What was it like playing under the the COVID restrictions and everything? No fans in the stands, all the tests you guys had to take. What was that like for you? It was different. I think the Minnesota Vikings adjusted to that a little different. You know, we, we, we started out slow. It was we didn't really know what to expect and just just being in that that, that stadium without the score champ, without the fans, it was different for for the Minnesota Vikings. You know, no excuses for us. We still had to go play football but you know, it was a different year for for the NFL. When when you when you played Tampa, 
Okay, and they were remember they were they were only seven and five when you guys played them. They were eight and five after they beat you guys coming out the bye week. Did you think, well, that's a Super Bowl team? Um, I know, I know when guys you know you know slow to the ball, you know pursue to the football. You got good linebackers, good deep. I, I I thought they was a good team when we played them. I thought they were just getting better. I thought they was just like gelling as a team, and they. And, uh, and my thought was right. You know, they got better as they went. You know, in the playoffs, they played championship football, and, and, you, and you see what happened as, as the outcome. You know, it's a good defense, and uh, with Tom Brady mind and pushing that team, I think that's what they needed. If you won the Super Bowl, would you ever try to throw the Lombardi Trophy across a body of water towards a teammate, or would you hold? Yeah, on? I want to do. I want to do everything Tom Brady did. Whatever he did to win the Super Bowl to win another one, I want to do what he did. <laughs> Dalvin Cook, our guest here with us on the Dan Patrick Show. Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan today. All right, now you have a pretty big announcement, a pretty fun announcement that uh, you have. Lay it on us. Yeah. Um, you know, we're in the, F- we're in the FCF. Um, I'm, I'm co-owner of the Zappers. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a new league. You know, the fan control league. You know, they call the play. They pick the teams just every week. So you got guys that get franchised, that, that stay on teams every week. Um, you know, I'm part of the Zappos where we got Anthony Jones and Johnny Mazzell as I run back and quarterback. And I think the league is only getting bigger. You got guys like Quavo, uh, Marshawn Lynch, um, you know, me, Richard Sherman, all those guys that's, that's part of this league that's, that's pushing this thing just for guys a good opportunity to play football. And I think that's what it comes down to, you know, just giving, giving people the opportunity to fulfill their dreams and, you know, like I said, go play some football again. How, how much how much trash talk is there on text between you and the other owners, you and the other current football players? And I think I think everybody knows the Zappers is what it is. But right? it's just a lot of trash talk, um, and I, it's fun, and that's that's what I love about it. Um, it's, it's it's nothing but fun, and you know it's nothing but love between everybody, and I love it. All right, have have you talked to Johnny Manziel yet? Um, you know, Johnny is Johnny. Uh, I always—he's <laughs> he's one of the guys. He's a zapper. He's a zapper. He's a zapper. Then he a zapper. So Johnny is Johnny. What, what about what about Johnny? Did you not know before you got to know him? Um, when you when you think about a guy just truly being himself, and I think that's Johnny. I just you know the the, the media and everybody can portray a guy to be. Know something else, but Donnie is Donnie. Like he's just he's just who he is, and I, and we appreciate it for being who he is, and you know just moving forward, we just we just love you part of the Zappers. Being just being Zapp. Uh, look, Justin Jefferson had about as good a year as you can have as a rookie, but you had to like. I'm just wondering we, with you, like when when Stephon Diggs gets sent away, you probably had to roll your eyes. Like, how are we going to replace Stephon Diggs? What what about Justin impressed you in his rookie season? You know, and and I think it tends to go unnoticed. You know, when Diggs got traded, how Jefferson you know, just came in and just he was him. Like you know, JJ JJ was JJ was him. Like he was just a guy that just won a championship, just just riding that just riding that horse, just just being who he is. And he came in and you know right away trying to count. You know, I seen it in him. You know, he come and make a play, just just being that guy for that you. you know, I think when you when you don't tend to step out of your your box of who you is and you know what got you to where you're at, 
you know, that, that, that make you be successful. And I think that they did that. When he came in, he just was being him. No, 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 I still on the ball. was trying to be Stephon Diggs. He was being Justin Jefferson. And, and he came in and had a, had a great year. And I think he's going to get better. All right, David, let me set you up with a question because now you're an owner, right? So now let, let me give you an owner-type question, and you got to give me the owner answer. You ready? Because, you you know, you give you player you, answers to start. I'll give you an owner question. You ready? All right, here we go. I'll, yeah. I'll get a real serious voice and ask it. Okay, here we go. I'll get real serious. Uh, Dalvin, your quarterback, Johnny Manziel, his big quote following his first game was, win or lose, we booze. Uh, what, what, do you, what do you make of that statement from Johnny Manziel? Great statement. That is part of being part of that. That's just being part of the Zappers. When we lose, we booze. That's just part of being part of the Zappers. That's who we live at the Zappers. You know, we want to win every game, and Johnny know that. Johnny know we want to win. And, you know, there's no pressure. Johnny going to be Johnny. But, you know, we want to win. And I just think that's, part of being, that's just part of being part of the Zappers. When we lose, we booze. <laughs> Jerry Jones isn't giving that statement. Uh, you know, I'll tell you what, he's 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 not saying that following a game. That's why John, that's why Johnny playing for the Zappers. That's why he's playing for me. Because <laughs> this this is the place where he can this is the place where he can, where he can do it. Hey hey, listen, Dalvin, thanks so much for joining us. Should be awesome to watch this league and appreciate you being our guest on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine to noon Eastern or six to nine Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite.